You're listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. I am recording this now, just having gotten home from a boudoir shoot. (laughs) And this actually was something that just came up really unexpectedly. And I'm so glad that I jumped at it because the last time I did a boudoir shoot was before I was married 10 years ago, before I ever had kids, my body was very different. My life looked very different. Everything is just so different. (laughs) And I learned so much today, like mind-blowingly just so much about confidence and self-love and being in our bodies. And this is something that like honestly is not unfamiliar to me. I think, you know, I think a lot of people assume that because I was a dancer before that like, oh yeah, well, you don't have any problems with your body. So of course it's easier for you to love your body and all that stuff. But that is so far from the truth. And I just really want to share with you these big takeaways because it kind of blew my mind how this experience of doing this boudoir shoot really changed a lot for me in terms of like, how do we really think about self-acceptance and body love and all that? Because here's the first thing, body positivity, so proud that, you know, that's a thing, so proud that that exists. But at the same time, it's very not super helpful to just hear the advice of like, you know, just stop giving a fuck, just start loving your body, just start accepting your body. And Yeah, but how do we do that? And as I am kind of reflecting on my experience from today versus the boudoir shoot that I did prior to getting married, there is a lot that has changed in that 10 year span. And I just wanted to share some of these takeaways and in just in hopes that, you know, even if you don't want to go and go book a boudoir shoot today, that's totally fine. But ultimately, we all deserve to feel unafraid of living in our bodies, period. It blows my mind that even as like I I consider myself a very confident body positive person and I, it has taken me a lot of time to learn how to accept my body but there's a couple things here one nobody else sees your insecurities but you and I really want you to take that and absorb it because I can't tell you how true this is there no one else is seeing your insecurities And in fact, I find a lot of the times the judgment that we pass or like, you know, the immediate thought of like, oh, someone's someone's looking at that or, oh, my gosh, someone's someone's going to notice X problem with my body. They really don't. (laughs) They really, truly don't. Uh, And I, I think the trend lately online that I've seen of there's this audio that's going around that's like, I've never remembered a specific body that I ever saw at the beach, at the pool, in a bikini. I never remembered any of those bodies. And not once did I think about, oh, that person has a great body and then took that home and that memory just lived in my mind. And I'm like, yeah, that's extremely true. (laughs) No one is going to remember this body except me. And I think the more that we can really dive into that, the easier it becomes to just be okay with what you've got. Now, I think the big thing is, you know, you may not be in a season or you may never be in a season where you feel head over heels, like you love the way you look. You just, you're like, yes, I am the best human being to ever exist on this planet. You may not feel like that at at any given time in your life. And that's perfectly okay. But I think this this experience has really shown me what would it look like 
to love myself enough, to accept myself enough. And when I think about confidence, to me, it is just self-acceptance amplified. So if you really want to be confident, it's not about like putting on more makeup or dressing up or like, you know, fixing your body or changing anything on the outside. It literally starts with, can I just accept these things and be okay with them? And then once you get to that acceptance level, that's where you can start not giving a fuck, so to speak, right? Releasing those self-judgments and those like what ifs like what if someone's looking at me or what you know that's when you really kind of stop caring and not in a bad way but that's you cannot get to a point where you feel unbothered if you don't first accept yourself and it's funny to me so actually little side note here the first boudoir shoot that I ever did a decade ago it was just me all my friends all my bridesmaids were in the room Um, but it was just me being shot in that moment. And this experience I actually did with two other women. There were two other women in the room. And this time I actually wore a heck of a lot less than I did in my first boudoir shoot. And, you know, my body looks so different. My belly, like I have tons of loose skin. I have lots of stretch marks. And, you know, I like wearing high-waisted pants because it makes me feel supported when I'm exercising, but I'm very open with the way that my body looks now. But for me, I actually really, I really do love this body. And I think because of the work that I've done specifically to just accept it and to stop comparing it. Because when I was, when I was kind of trapped in that season of comparison and going like, well, why does my body look like that when I did X, Y, Z? Or, you know, why does her body look like that and she doesn't do half the things that I'm doing? And I just realized that none of that was serving me. So I ditched that a long time ago after I had my first baby. That's kind of where that journey began because I'm going to tell you right now, being a dancer actually did not give me a confidence advantage. Yeah, it gave me a confidence in terms of performance advantage. Like I'm very confident of you know, like being in front of people and being, quote, vulnerable in front of people and sharing my art with people. But when it comes to sharing my deepest insecurities, um, no, thank you. Nobody feels comfortable doing that. And I had to realize for a long time, you know, that comparing, first of all, is not going to serve you, especially, you know, thinking back to my dance days, it's really easy to start comparing yourself when you're in a room full of people and you are quite literally being hired or fired from a job based off of your body. It's a lot. It really causes a lot of mind drama that most of us, thankfully, never have to go through if you've never been hired or fired based on the way you look. It's a wild industry to be in. But now, you know, it's funny because I would never let that bother me. If people can't accept my body, if people can't accept my stretch marks and, you know, people look at my body now as a coach, as a fitness coach... Um, and hire me or don't hire me because of the way that I look, then I'm not the right coach for you. (laughs) So for me, you know, do I have my best body? Do I have my, I, I don't know, just the, do I look the way that I want? Do I want all these things? And I'm like, I'm really okay with where I'm at. There are some things that I personally want to, to work on for myself and, that's an important mission for me. But at the same time, I don't let the fact that I'm not, quote, there yet 
deter me from accepting who I am now. Once we can learn to really accept ourselves, that's when all of those feelings come into play. I mean, it's kind of the, like, you've got to take the good with the bad. It's like anything beautiful and valuable in life, right? It's like, you can still love your kids, even though they can be extremely frustrating and hard to deal with sometimes. You still love them unconditionally, no matter what they do, no matter what they say, because they're your kids. So if we can literally just take that same concept and apply it to our own selves, it doesn't matter what we look like, what season we're in, how we're showing up. 99% of the time, I do not have makeup on. My, I, I am unfiltered. I have adult acne. I have all these other things that I could be stressed about, but instead, I just choose to let it go. But let me just say, <laughs> this has been something that I've been actively working on for a decade. This isn't just something that I just decided overnight and it just was like all of a sudden I was like, I love myself. This has taken a lot of a lot of work, a lot of therapy, a lot of actually like rehashing old traumas and working through those things and just reaffirming that it is okay to be who I am. It is okay to look how I look and just to remind myself that literally no one else can see my insecurities but me. And I think that ultimately is such a huge key piece that we can all really take is are are we just judging ourselves harshly because we're afraid of other people seeing our perceived flaws? Like imagine just for a moment, imagine what it would be like. And maybe you cannot even pull this picture into your mind. Imagine what you would do, what you would say, what you would wear, how you would act, how you would be, how you would feel if you literally did not care about other people's opinions. Who are you when the cameras are off? I mean, and you may not post on social media like pictures of yourself or whatever. You may not be an online business owner like I am, but that's like a lot of my life. A lot of my life is online, which is crazy to me. But I think what's really important is for us to understand that, like, who are we when the cameras are off? That is who we are at our core. And it's not just about, like, physically adjusting how we look in order to feel confident. You can still be confident and be kind of outside of this shell, so to speak. And this is really, like, this is really hard work. I actually, I really recommend, I've recommended this book before. But the the book How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera was a life-changing read for me because it allowed me to kind of like look at why I was being so hard on myself in certain areas or why I felt so stuck or why I felt so limited in my capacity to accept and love myself and kind of like heal that little piece of me one step at a time. And I think what's really hard about being a freaking woman, like if you've seen the Barbie movie, you already know. There's the reason why I I truly believe that it is so hard for women to just openly love and accept ourselves is because if we decide to show up authentically, if we decide, you know what, I don't want to wear makeup, I don't want to dress up, I just want to be who I am, we're harshly judged. And then vice versa, we put on makeup, we say, I love my body. We show ourselves looking our best and we're harshly judged. We become moms 
And all of a sudden, at the same time, we're both supposed to bounce back and look like we had kids. And both are bad, but both are good. <laughs> it's confusing. It's confusing. It's There's so many mixed messages out there, so it's no wonder that so many of us just feel like, how am I supposed to love myself if the world doesn't love me? That just seems to be my perception. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about you. But that, to me, has been what I have experienced, especially as someone who has spent a majority of my professional life in front of an audience. As a professional dancer, literally in front of an audience, being judged, hired and fired, based off of how I looked, and almost nothing else. Like, my resume literally didn't matter. They didn't care who I danced with before. They were like, you have brown hair. Cut. You're too fat. Cut. (laughs) You're too tall. Cut. Like, craziness. And then now... My entire business is online and I show up online every day and I still get judged. I still get, I get trolls in my comments saying like, you know, how would you know how it feels? You don't look like you ever had a baby. And I'm like, I don't like hearing that. (laughs) So I think really at the end of the day, what this particular experience going and doing this boudoir shoot really showed me is that. First of all, the one way that you are going to start moving towards self-acceptance is by confronting it head on, by confronting your insecurities head on. And for me, that's actually like, I know this sounds crazy, but that's actually looking at myself and being like, you're okay. This is okay. This is acceptable. This is normal. The feeling that you have about this, this is normal. You can be both a little insecure about a couple things because, gosh, since the if you're a millennial mom, we have had like weird body shaming culture crammed down our throats since you were old enough to read Tiger Beat magazine and then Seventeen magazine and then everybody telling us how we should look and what we should wear and how we should show up and how we should please men and doing all these things. Like, no wonder it's so hard. So number one actually confronting those things that we're told have been problematic and just saying this is okay. I've had I I've had a mentor in the past share this little exercise and I'm going to this comes with a warning because this is really confronting. This is really jarring, but it is also extremely transformational. Actually standing in front of the mirror and just observing, not being not showing up any type of way, but just standing in front of the mirror as you are, naked is best, but if that's too much of a stretch, just showing up as you as you are and just looking at yourself for a minute and your brain immediately is going to start picking yourself apart. That's the first thing that's going to happen in your brain, so expect it. But I want you to sit with that discomfort for a minute and start noticing once you're just there, everything kind of it kind of becomes less jarring. Once you have this exposure to yourself, it becomes less jarring over time and just like accepting. So for me, it's like I had a really big issue. Like I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you my biggest insecurity, okay? For the longest time, it was my stomach. Not the size, not the size, but the way that my skin hung when I was like, you know, in a plank, for example, or the way that I felt like I could never wear the same jeans that I wore before they had to be super high waisted or my loose skin would like fold over the top. The way that it looks like a tiger clawed my stomach because of these deep stretch marks. And 
that for me was something that was so like just ugh, I did not want to look at myself. But I realized if my kids heard me tearing myself apart, if my kids heard me saying, I hate my body, I hate my stretch marks, my belly is so gross, I would hate for my daughter to say those same things about herself when she has her own kids. And that to me like snapped me into reality real quick postpartum. My firstborn is my daughter. And to me, that honestly was the most confronting but best gift ever because it really forced me to look at how I was talking about myself. And even if I wasn't saying it out loud, what thoughts I was voicing and moving through because eventually that would show up. That would show up. And I was, I whether you realize it or not, we're all setting the example for our kids. And the last example that I want to set would be that Having babies ruins your body and you're never going to be as pretty or as valuable as you were before you had kids. And I just wouldn't ever want to pass that on. And once I really realized that, that helped me move into that acceptance. So going back to that exercise too, for me, I spent a lot of time in front of the mirror just being okay with my stomach the way it was. And eventually it just didn't, feel like as much of an issue anymore because I wasn't as focused on it. And instead, I'm able to look in the mirror and just feel good about who I am instead of really like obsessing and stressing about what I look like or what is on my body or, you know, for me, it was actually just looking and being like, I like who I am. I like that I can do this. I like that I am this way. I love this part of my personality and just Understanding that if the mirror goes away, what's left? If all the makeup, if all the outfits, the perfectly, uh, you know, flattering clothes, which are important, it's good to feel good in your skin. It's it's okay to want to look good because when you look good, you do feel good. But if all that was taken away from me, what's left? And that ultimately was what kind of inspired this journey of self-acceptance. And instead of movement being a vehicle of getting my body back, my goal shifted to really just becoming who I was truly meant to be. I just wanted, you know, at that point, especially with like loose skin, stretch marks, that sort of thing, I'm like, this is something I can't change. So why am I spending so much of my very limited mental energy (laughs) because I'm raising kids and running a business and doing all this stuff? Why am I spending so much mental energy stressing about something that one, I can't change and two, people don't really give a shit about. And if they do, not worth having in my life. Like if anyone really truly doesn't want to be friends with me or get to know me because of the way that my stretch marks just irk them, not meant to be in my life, right? And the same thing goes with any of our insecurities. Like I used to be the kid that would not wear shorts in 100 degree weather. I would wear my jeans because I did not like the cellulite on my legs. Now I don't care. Now I do not care at all. I will let it all hang out. The reason being is because I know, because I have I have spent so much time focusing on what I can control, who I am, that stuff doesn't bother me anymore. I think of it this way. It's like if you were to think of like little train cars on a train track and there's a little cliff at the end. 
So many of us, those little train cars are like individual thoughts of the things that are taking up our mental space. It's like, okay, here's my stress about money. Here's my stress about my body here, you know, all these individual things, right? But eventually, what if, what if we added a new car to the track and the last car in the line gets bumped off the track? So what happens is when we start adding thoughts of acceptance, when we start adding in these ideas of, I actually am worthy. My body doesn't define who I am. The scale literally tells me how heavy my meat sack is and nothing else. My body is literally just a suit that this beautiful human being is wearing, period. And just starting to think more accepting thoughts of myself those, those little cars on the end, they're going to fall off. There's nowhere for them to go. It's actually very similar to the way that I coach food, okay? I, I take an add, not subtract approach because when we're focusing on all the, quote, bad things we need to remove from our diets, that's what we're focused on, all the bad things. We're focused on, oh, I can't have sugar. Oh, I can't have whatever. Instead of, I really should focus on adding more greens, I really should focus on drinking more water and having those things. And once you start adding those things in, all of the perceived bad foods, kind of you kind of lose interest. <laughs> There's no room in your life for an entire sleeve of Oreos because you're nourished. There's no room. You don't really care because, like I said, your body is filled with the things that you need. So all of those extras don't really, they're not a problem. And it's the same thing with our thoughts, my friend. If you are filling your thoughts with, you know, just these these broken, sad, hurtful thoughts to our of ourselves, and you're you're continuing to think about like, how do I fix this? How do I stop thinking this thought? How do I how do I change my body? How do I fix, fix, fix? That's what you're focused on. That's what's going to continue to bubble up to the surface. So no wonder we get obsessed and we can't stop thinking about how bad we feel about ourselves because that's literally all we're thinking about. Instead of shifting our focus to what we can control. How how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in your body? How would you show up if you did not have any of these negative thoughts about yourself? Who would you be? What would you do? What would you try? My encouragement to you is after you've thought about that, go out and do some of those things on the list. Go out and think some of the thoughts that are on that list. Go out and say some of those affirmations that are on that list. Because like I said, if you're adding instead of subtracting, because you can't just take away negative thoughts, they're going to sit there. You have to fill it with something else. So your, your challenge today is just asking yourself if I had no negative feelings, no insecurities. If this body was like, I just felt so good in my body, so confident, what kinds of things would I be doing? Would I be signing up for that 5K I've been putting on my New Year's resolution for the last seven years? Would I go out and actually try and make more friends instead of staying at home and scrolling Instagram and making myself feel bad and comparing myself to other bodies on the internet? Like, what would you be doing? So I encourage you to sit with that and think about who that version of you would be 
And then the second piece to that is realizing that she is accessible right now. She is literally there right now. The only thing that is blocking you from being that person is the big old wall that you're putting in front of yourself by saying, I don't deserve this or I'm not worth this. It really is a mental thing. It's not that you need to diet more or go to the gym and make your booty super juicy by lifting some weights. Like all of that is great, like for your mental health and your physical health and power to you. But I promise you the solution, the self-confidence, the solution to your self-confidence or lack thereof is not going to come from externally changing your body. That is the cherry on top. That is just like the icing on the cake. It's you're not going to build confidence by fixing yourself. You're going to build confidence by accepting yourself. And then you're going to enhance that confidence and be that type of person that even if you're never going to be Beyonce, you have Beyonce energy because you accept yourself. There are so many people out there. I want you to even think about the people that you are like attracted to, like their energy is like a magnet. You're like, why? How are they so confident? Like, that's what I want for myself. I want you to look at that and be like, why is that? Like, what makes them that way? Sure. I mean, celebrities have teams of people that make them look a certain way. And, you know, of course, like I said, look good, feel good. But I promise you that the person underneath that has to be that person for that energy to even shine through. It's not it's not the body. It's not the makeup. It's not the outfit. It's just that those things really enhance the confidence that already exists in us. It's almost like it's almost like taking pre-workout before you work out or drinking caffeine before you work out. It's like a little boost to help you do something that you already were planning on doing just that much better, with that much more energy, with that much more oomph. That's what the workouts do. That's what the outfit does. That's what the makeup, the hair, that's what that does. But if you have no foundation to enhance, then it's going to feel silly and almost like a mismatch. And you're going to be wondering why you have washboard abs and you still hate the way that you look. So I encourage you to really think about not what you want to look like, what you want to fix, but who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? And just realizing, like, just to get a little woo with you here, that none of that comes from the external. None of it. And I'm telling you this with confidence because I had what most people would perceive as a much better body prior to kids than I do now. But I hated that body. I hated that body. That body that was like a lean dancer body with like zero flaws, smooth as butter, like didn't really have that much cellulite, like, but I hated that body. I had my quote, best body in my 20s. And I still feel better in my body now as a 32-year-old woman after two babies with drooping stomach skin because of the way that I feel about myself. And that was not built in the gym. That was not because of the clothes that I picked. 
it's really it really comes back to like how how hard can I accept myself truly so I just wanted to share that because this boudoir experience was incredibly empowering it also helps to have a fantastic photographer who makes you feel comfortable but ultimately like you are the you are the main character in the movie of your life how do you want how do you want that to play out like what energy are you bringing to that and one thing I will just say that has been really helpful in terms of like the things that I have learned over the years of mentorship that I've had as a business owner and as a coach, one thing that has been invaluable to me just in terms of being someone who has to be online for work, the permission that my coaches have given me over the years of like, you have to actually show up unapologetically and quit worrying, like blinders on, quit worrying about what every other coach on the internet is doing, quit worrying about, you know, what she's doing and he's doing and blah, blah, blah. You focus on you and you decide like what makes me feel most like myself, feel most authentically me, feel most in my power. For me, that is actually being expressive. That is being authentic. Authenticity and actually showing The behind the scenes of, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, my best moments, my worst moments, showing all of it, that's what makes me feel powerful. Not every other coach out there on the internet is doing that because (laughs) it's just not the way it works. But that's the most invaluable piece of information is like, what makes you, you? Not what makes you stand out, not what makes you the best, but what makes you, you? And just enhance that. Just give that some love. Get that some attention. And ultimately, it was like giving that, getting that permission from somebody else to be like, hey, by the way, you are amazing just the way you are. Keep doing that. Keep doing more of that. Keep showing up more as you. That really was the game changer for me. So I imagine it kind of like this. And I used to use this analogy with my dancers when I was mentoring dancers you kind of have like these two knobs, okay? We're going to imagine them like knobs on a stereo. One is the gain, which is like how much feedback comes through the speakers. And one is the volume. The gain is the, the gain is how much of you gets to show up. Gain gets to be on 10, But you don't always have to be like out and loud about it to still show up powerfully. And that's the volume. Like, am I screaming at the top of the mountaintops like, I love myself and I'm the best. And, uh, you know, no, I don't. I'm not trying to be like the best, the loudest coach on the Internet, the loudest Chloe out there. I'm not trying to be loud. I'm just trying to be myself. You can still listen to music and jam to the music at a quiet, you know, one or two. Maybe you're not the type of person that's super outgoing. You don't have to be outgoing to still be confident. So with that in mind, you know, knowing that you get to show up however you show up, and the challenge here is not how loudly can I show up, but how much can I be myself? How much of my own 
essence, creativity, artistry, however, and that's, that's kind of my qualifiers, but whatever that is for you, how much of your softness, how much of your femininity, how much of your nurturing, how much of your boldness, how much of your electricity, how much of your intelligence are you going to allow to shine through? And I think that's just, that's something, that's something to think about. You don't have to be loud to still bring all your confidence to the table. So with that in mind, I'm going to go wash this face off. I'm going to go put on some pajamas. I'm going to go relax. Probably going to connect with my clients today. But I just wanted to share that with you because we all deserve to feel amazing in our bodies. None of us deserve to feel afraid or like we need to hide or the fact that our insecurities literally like are the first thing that we think of when we wake up in the morning and the last thing we think about when we go to bed at night. They're on our minds all day. That's just not okay. You've got so many other amazing things that you could be obsessing over and thinking about and taking up your mental capacity. So with that in mind, I hope that you've gotten some really powerful takeaways from this and I encourage you to sit with this and listen to it over and over and over until it clicks And this is lifelong work, my friends. You're not just going to suddenly like be like, I accept myself and then that's it. It's constant work because as you grow and evolve, as you age, as new things start drooping or, you know, getting wrinkly and just the way that life goes, there's going to be new phases of this every step of the way. So continuing to pour this energy into yourself, the energy of acceptance and being willing to genuinely identify that you don't have to be the best, the prettiest, the whatever to be your best, to be your most confident. It's not a competition, although the world has made it that way. And I'm so sorry for that because on behalf of all women, that's shit. So you deserve better, but no one else is going to change that for you, but you. So bonus little challenge. Think about Think about the possibility of getting to a place where maybe, just maybe, you would take some photos like a boudoir shoot. Whether you do them as like selfies in the mirror or like a little self-timer or you go out and book a shoot, you book a makeup artist, you buy new lingerie, you make it a whole thing. The job of the photographer, by the way, if you're working with someone who's really high quality, Anybody, anybody and everybody will walk out of that session feeling so, so good. So just make sure also if you're going to do something that vulnerable that you're working with someone who really is going to do that for you. Someone that you gel with and not just based off of their photos, but their energy. So on that note, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. You are a wonderful, beautiful human being. You deserve to feel good in your body. You deserve to love who you are and not just what you look like. And that's the next step. That's the next step to love both who you are and to be loving and accepting of the body that you're in. But first, it's got to start with just saying, I'm okay. This is who I am. And I'm good with this. I accept this. So on that note, I love y'all. Have a fantastic day. And as always, be bold, be fit.